This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we commit this service unto the mighty hand. Another wonderful day has been designed by you to bless your children. Let there be a pouring of your blessings. Let the auction for great deliverance and restoration be released so that your name will be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord is good. We are continuing our program, Spiritual Rebirth Part 5. And I trust the Lord that we'll be running up this series that has taken us through part one, two, three, four, and this is the fifth one. We've been blessed by the Holy Spirit. So many things have been opened unto us today. And as we round up today, he will anoint us for the Spirit to do mighty exploits in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord is good. Let's open our Bibles to the book of First Samuel chapter 10. And I will read from verse 1 and verses 9 to 16. I'll read from verse 1. Then Samuel took a veil of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? There are reasons why we are anointed. The Lord sent Psalm 89. He said, I find David, the son of Jesse, and with my holy oil have I done what? Anointed him. Have I anointed him? Anointing is very, very important for you to accomplish God's purpose in your life. You must be anointed. No king has ever been ordained in Israel without being anointed. No president, no governor, no any political office holder has ever assumed office without being sworn in. We are anointed, you are prepared for service. Today, somebody is going to be anointed because the Lord has prepared you for a higher responsibility in his kingdom. Verse 9. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, when Saul had turned his back after communion with prophet Samuel, God gave him another what? Another heart. God gave him another heart. After today's service, you are going to depart with a new spirit. A new spirit of excellence. A new spirit of recognition. A new spirit of promotion. A new spirit of dramatic turnaround in announcements. If that is your portion, shout a better hallelujah. God gave him another heart. Why? Because of the anointing. Anointing is a divine recognition. It's time for you to start fulfillment of God's purpose for you on earth. 
That's why people have been anointed for different tasks. When God speaks, he says, anoint this person. He's anointing that what he has spoken to you, that heaven will activate it immediately. For you to begin to run in that office and at that level. As I anoint you today, the garment that transforms impossibilities to possibility will locate you. And all those signs came to pass that day. You will live to witness every prophecy God has spoken about your destiny. You will live to see them. They will come to pass in your life. The Lord told Samuel when he was small. He said, your words will never fall to the ground. Kamakarakamaka. Your words will never fall what? To, he said, none of your words. Even when Prophet Samuel died, his words never still fell to the ground. He had died, but the word he spoke concerning David never fell. There is somebody here that what God has spoken about you must surely come to pass. Even in death, when the Almighty saw, realized that the Almighty has departed from him. When King Saul that was playing God, was playing God as some people play God over the life of other people. He was killing at we, killing priests, killing anybody at we. Despite the anointing that promoted him, time came when he realized that he was actually not Almighty. Kamahara Kamaka. Time came. When he realized that that thing he thought he had made him say that he was nobody. He suffered that spirit. He suffered that anointing. He suffered that man. Even in death, he looked for Prophet Samuel. And even in death, the spirit of Samuel still spoke. Your destiny is coming alive. And no power can shut up your destiny. In life and in death, you are greater than your enemies. Amen. You know that prematurely. Amen. You fulfill God's purpose in your life. Amen. But even when you exit and continue in heaven, you will still be greater than your enemies. Amen. Because when the king came with his convoy, he was looking for a dead man's spirit. The person he refused to honor while alive was the person he was looking for. The man hesitated and continued enjoyment in heaven. He was still looking for the spirit of that man. <laughs> Don't despise this anointing, no? In this place. It's, it's easy to say, ah, oh, Saul was foolish. Don't be another Saul. Don't be the soul of this generation. Don't despise this anointing in this place. Because one day you will look for this anointing. Yes, yes, Let me tell you, death is only in the physical realm. Yes, there is no death in the spiritual realm. Mm. People in hell are not dead. Mm. People in heaven are not dead. Yes, death is a necessity that shows man that man is earthly. And God is supreme. Yes, that whoever you think you are, you are limited to this earth. Yes, and God will show you that he's God. Yes, because wherever you are one day, 
these termites, ants, you become food to them. You must honor God. If you don't want to honor God, one day you will know that God is almighty. Yes. And he began to look for the spirit of the man he despised that had gone to heaven. And that man said, came forth and spoke to him. And said, I told you, I told you that you not go far because earth is earthly. And he that coming from above, the owner of this earth is spiritual. Has no beginning. Has no end. He is called the author and the finisher. Because he decides how you start and where you end. He authors your life. How you start. He decides where you will finish. The author and finisher. Only him has that power God. You as man does not have it. Because if you have, you will have determined when you will come into this world. You have determined where you will be born. But because you don't have that power, you cannot alter your life. So what makes you think that you can live your life anyhow? A life you did not alter. A life you did not give to yourself. What makes you think you can decide how you live this life? In isolation of God. Because somebody says when you came into this world. And that seven will decide when you finish. He is called the author and finisher of our faith. That is the God that is in charge of this ministry. Hey! And everything he has uttered about your life, if you're in agreement, must surely come to pass. Hey! Hey! The Lord said the atmosphere for explosion has been set in this ministry. Hey! Hey! If you say if you understand, you understand that the message has changed. The message in the ministry has changed. He gave you a new spirit. And all these things came to pass. Let me take 14. In fact, let me back up to 13. And when he had made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. Hello? When who has made the end of prophesying? So, he came what? He came to the high place. Did he know he was a prophet? Did he know that there was prophetic unction upon him? There are things you don't know about yourself. Good thing that will begin to happen soon. Start limiting God. So I didn't know he could prophesy. Until God activated that. Every hidden talent in your life today must come alive. Must come alive. Must come alive. In the name of Jesus. And Saul's uncle said unto him, unto his servant, Whither went you? And he said, To see the asses. And when we saw that they were nowhere, we came to Samuel. We looked everywhere, we didn't see. We sought everywhere, we didn't find what we were looking for. Until we came to Samuel. There is a place where you need to be to be connected. You must descend. There is a place where you need to be to be connected. You can never be connected anyhow. There is a place of spiritual location 
where you need to be to be located, to be connected. And they came to Samuel. Somebody came to church today. This is your point of location. Point of connection. Don't despise these points. 15. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray the word Samuel said unto you. And Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the asses we have found, but that the matter of the kingdom we are of, Samuel spoke, he told him not. He told us everything we needed to know about daddy's business. Everything we needed to know about her family, he told us. He told us everything about the natural. But of the matter of the kingdom, Saul kept it secret. Study to be quiet. Hello? Study to be quiet. If you must climb into that platform, God has done for you. If you are someone that talks too much before the blessing arrives, everybody has had it, you will not get there. This is what they call spiritual secrecy. When Prophet Samuel wanted to discover with Saul, he told the servant to move ahead. The servant of Saul, move ahead. So that both of them can talk. There are things that are supposed to be between your ears and the ears of the man of God. There are people, they say they love their family so much. They love their brother, they love their sister, they love their friends. Tight friends. They call them, this is my tight friend. And when they talk, keep listening to yourself, they go and say it. Because they feel that the man of God or the person that is telling them to keep those things, the Lord that said, keep it to yourself, is foolish. And they still come back and tell God, God has not said what he said will happen. Spiritual secrecy is very important. If you talk too much, you will sell out your blessings. This man, the Lord wants us to know that spiritual rebirth empowers us to move from the level of natural limitation to the level of supernatural promotion. Saul was limited. Focus was on the father's business. Highest thing he will is a heir to the throne in the family. He's the one that will climb and take over and decide what happens in the family business. He was dwelling on that level of natural limitation. Until he got connected, became born again. Spiritual rebirth became born again. His spirit was transformed, and he was now catapulted to the level of supernatural promotion, level of higher responsibility, level of higher calling. A lot of people came to this. They didn't know they could prophesy. They didn't know they could hear from God. They didn't know. But when they came here. They began to do exploits spiritually. Why? Because this is their level of divine connection. They met Prophet Ezekiel here. Just as Saul met Prophet Samuel. And he was connected. Those of you who are here who are operating in different gifts, because you came here and met Prophet Ezekiel, the Lord had then to connect you. You got connected to higher calling, higher responsibilities. Now you are operating in God's purpose for you on earth. Before you are just limited to the things. My business is not moving on. I don't know what's happening in my family. Oh, this is that. Somebody came. 
was talking to me years back about her business. And the Lord said, you're talking about your business. There is something I put in your hand that will change your destiny. You don't need to look for business. The business is already in your hand. I said, you're looking for a contract. You don't need to look for a contract. There is something God has put in your hands. He said, well, I said, go and get office. And I went to anoint with the office she was using. Today she has NGO. Doing a lot of things. She was looking for business, but there was something God. When she came to me, God used me as her spiritual connector. That moved her from the level of natural limitation to the level of spiritual promotion. Today, somebody is promoted. I say you are promoted. I say you are promoted. I say you are promoted. In the name of Jesus. Before Saul met Prophet Samuel, he was limited to the father's business. Saul would have left her and simply died as the heir of his father's wealth. But when he met Prophet Samuel, his destiny changed and his star came alive. Today, every power limiting your destiny must be humbled by the power of God. Amen. Before Saul's connection to Prophet Samuel, he was operating on the realm of natural limitation. But when he got connected, his divine calling manifested. When he got connected, there was a transformation from the era of natural limitation to the level of supernatural promotion and responsibilities. I prophesy today that heaven and heavens will connect you Amen. to your level of spiritual promotion Amen. and responsibilities in Jesus' name. Amen. I decree that you must be connected. Amen. You must be connected. Amen. You must be connected. I prophesy that you must be connected spiritually. Amen. Be connected physically. Amen. Be connected financially. Amen. Be connected materially. Amen. Be connected economically. Amen. Maritally. Health wise. Ministry wise. All round connection will locate you. Fear and agreement. Shout hallelujah. Another benefit of spiritual rebirth is that you are anointed for higher responsibilities. In First Samuel chapter 10 verse 1, Prophet Samuel anointed Saul. Before we are born, the word of God said in the Trans chapter 28, 12, you shall be the head and not what? Above and not what? Say you shall be a lender and not what? You will lend. Dwell in abundance. Isaiah prophesied too. He said, you shall build and do what? Inhabit. You will plant and what? Reap. You will not plant for another to reap. You will not build for another to inhabit. He said, your labor will never be in vain. Because we are ordained to be possessors of heaven. You are called to possess. You are not called to labor in vain. Before you call our answer, while you are here speaking, I will do what? That is what God has done for us. But for you to be connected to this breakthrough, you have to be anointed. It has to be activated. Hello? That is God's pattern for his children. I'm not talking about other religions. I'm talking to you about 
our own faith. Yes, sir. You have to be anointed. The Lord will tell Moses, anoint these people. Yes, Am I on somebody? Yes, anoint them. So it's, anointing is not a new thing. Ordained by the Lord himself. When David came to terms, who God ordained him to be, he declared in Psalm 139 verse 14, he said, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully man. Marvelous are the works and that my soul know it right where my soul know it who you have made me to be. And for David to get to this level of spiritual understanding, he went through spiritual rebirths. I have found David, the son of who? Yes. A man who will do what? All my ways. Acts chapter 13, 22. The son of Jesse, a man after my heart. Because God has given his own heart. God gave him a new heart. Spiritual rebirth. And the Lord was saying, man after me, who will do everything I command him to do? Because you need to go through spiritual rebirth for you to obey God. As long as Saul had that spirit of spiritual rebirth, he was obeying God. But when he dropped it, and as we entered, he began to disobey God. I found David, the son of Jesse, and with my holy oil have I anointed him. Who says so? God. Anointing is for activation of that divine virtue God has put in you. For you to come alive. And for you to begin to function at that level. The supernatural level. From today, you begin to function in the supernatural level God has created you to function. Just as Saul was anointed to walk in the realm of the new man to fulfill his higher calling, so also was David anointed to fulfill the responsibilities God had ordained for him in life. Today, somebody will be anointed. And as I anoint you today, in my capacity as the prophet of the Most High God, the unction to function on that higher level of spiritual responsibilities will be released upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. The anointing for leadership will locate you. Amen. You'll be anointed for success. Amen. For progress. Amen. For mighty exploits. Today you'll be anointed to fulfill God's vision for your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Can agreement shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Benefit of spiritual rebirth. Once connected by God to your level of spiritual or supernatural responsibility, remain connected. Once you are connected by God, remain connected. Avoid human wisdom. Avoid human wisdom. Remain connected once the Lord connects you. Application of supernatural wisdom amounts to divine promotion. Allow God to guide you through his supernatural wisdom. The benefits of supernatural wisdom means you will do mighty exploit, triumph on earth, and spend eternity in heaven. Application of natural wisdom amounts to divine emotion. The consequence is that the person will spend eternity in hell. Immediately, King Saul is connected due to human wisdom. He lost his divine mandate on earth. He lost. Enemy is very trickish. Very wicked and trickish. Immediately, Saul disconnected. He lost it. Before he was connected, was Saul a killer? Huh? He was not. 
He that the gods wants to destroy, they first of all do what? But when he got disconnected, he became a killer. People could do the things you never expect they can do. Because they are what? Disconnected. When you get yourself disconnected from the spirit of God, there is nothing you can do. Evil, though. Evil. And you begin to wonder, ah, why? Why? Why is this person behaving this way? It's because there is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. The spirit of God is no longer in the person. The spirit of the devil has entered. The spirit of the devil has entered. That spirit that has entered might decide now to possess the person for life. Or might be for a season to accomplish that everything that he wants the person to do. Don't come out from that connection. God has connected you. As long as David said connected, he ended well. As many here that will stay connected will end well. Amen. I say you will end well. Amen. This 2021 you will end well. Amen. This month of July you will end well. Amen. It's an agreement. Shout hallelujah. Number four, the same anointing that promotes the righteous demotes the unrighteous. Same anointing that promotes the righteous demotes the unrighteous. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 1. Somebody open your ears very, very well. Then Samuel took a veil of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, is it not because the Lord had anointed it to be captain over his inheritance? Who was anointed? Saul so was what? Anointed. So who promoted Saul physically? Prophet Samuel. Don't ever despise the man of God. The anointing that the Lord used to honor you. Don't despise that anointing. Otherwise you will pay dearly. The anointing might not be there again. By the time you desire to go back to apologize or to seek for redress, it might no longer be there. Come with me to 1 Samuel chapter 28. 1 Samuel chapter 28. I'll read from verse 3. Now Samuel was dead. The prophet of God was what? But the anointing of God upon his life was not yet dead. And all Israel had lamented him and buried him in Ramah, even in his own city. And Saul had put away those that had familiar spirits and the wizard out of the land. And the Philistines gathered themselves together and came and pitched in Shunem. And Saul gathered all Israel together and they pitched in Gabor. Verse 5. And when Saul saw the host of the Philistines, he was afraid and his heart greatly trembled. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not. Hello? Don't expect the Spirit of God from your life. Oh. Let me read that verse 6. And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him what? Lord. The worst thing that can happen to a man is if the Lord sees speaking to you, whether as a man of God or whatever capacity, neither by dreams, nor by urim, nor by prophets. Nobody could communicate. I say, well, how is your dream? I don't dream dreams, so I say, Mm-mm. and you are cool and eating every day. You don't dream dreams, you are cool and eating every day. Stop eating your destiny. Yes? If you don't dream dreams, it's very dangerous. Stop eating your destiny. If you dream dreams, God will show you coughing. It means the enemy is projecting spirit today. Rise up and destroy. If you don't read it, how will you see? 
after you show you accident, God is warning you that deal with this situation. This is the area the enemy wants to use to attack your, your family member. If you don't do it, how will you see it? If you eat in the dream, you don't do it. How will you know you eat in the dream? People are pausing through dreams that no doctor can heal because there is no drug that can heal pausing in the dream. People get cancer, get different things through food in the dream. They are pausing to die. The only thing that can save them is prayer, the power of God. Because this physical can only deal with the physical and the spiritual can only deal with the spiritual and physical. Because the spiritual controls both spiritual and physical. But the natural, the physical is limited to the physical. If you don't dream dreams, make sure you don't eat your destiny one day. God refused to speak. He has different ways he speaks. I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall what? Prophesy. We have to hear you prophesy. Old men shall dream dreams. Through dreams. Young men shall see what? Vision. The vision of the day, vision of the night. Three ways. So, if you don't see vision, okay, I'm not a man of God. That's why I'm not seeing vision. No problem. Oh, I'm not a man of God. That's why I'm not hearing God speak. So I can't prophesy. I can't say what he's saying. I can't hear. No problem. What about dreams? Do you know to be a man of God to dream? Dream is for every child of God. God speaks to everybody. But the simplest way, if you can't get the other one, dreams. And you say you don't dream. Then so how do you relate with God? Every day dream life are coming to come alive today. Every dream this enemy has tampered today, I command you to come alive. Amen. Your dream life must resurrect. They must resurrect. They must resurrect. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God couldn't speak to him again. He tried different ways, no way. Verse 7. Then says Saul unto his servant, Seek me a woman that had a familiar spirit. Can you imagine? There is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. Now he has tried the positive realm. No way. He said, okay, let us go to the negative realm. Seek for me a woman. Had a family. That I may go to her and inquire of her. And the servant said to him, behold, there is a woman that had familiar spirit at Endor. A witch. A king that used to relate with God. Demoted himself. To relating with the devil. I tell people witches can tell you about yourself. Hello? The Spirit of God will tell you about yourself. Witches can tell you too. Marine can tell you. Or Cotton can tell you. But the wisdom for you to have the permanent solution, they don't have it. Only Spirit of God has it. The author and finisher. He knows how you finish. He knows how you come out. He knows how you will be delivered. Only Spirit of God knows how you be delivered, how you be set free, how you be liberated. Which is married or caught, he does not have it. They don't have it. When you go to a place, they tell you about yourself. Hey, they can see you. Hey, they do it. Huh? They're everywhere. In fact, they're building churches. Say it's church. They are witches, agent, marine, or caught. All of them, they are there. Everywhere now. So try A, didn't work. He tried B. I pray nothing will separate you from the love of God. Eight. And so this guy himself and put on other garments. And he went and two men with him. And they came to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, 
divine unto me by the familiar spirit and bring me him up whom I shall name unto thee. And the woman said unto him, Behold, thou knowest what so had done, how he had caught off those that have familiar spirits and the wizards out of the land. Wherefore then liest thou a snare for my life to cause me to die. Are you telling me to go into the spiritual realm for you divine? Say no. You know what so had did? He had banned from doing this thing. Why are you trying to set trap? So that when he found out, he will, he will kill me. Why are you trying to set a trap? And Saul so swore to her by the Lord, saying, As the Lord liveth, there shall no punishment happen to thee for this thing. As at that time, the woman that which didn't know that she was dealing with the king. Hello? Because he disguised himself. Then said the woman, Whom shall I bring up unto thee? And he said, Bring me up somewhere. And when the woman saw Samuel, <laughs> the man he refused to see when he was alive. Oh. That's the man he's looking for now. Yes, the man he was killing the high priests that God had used him to raise. You killed the high priest that we are serving. Now, this is the same man you are looking for. Which God will speak to you? After despising the anointing of God, after despising the prophets of God, after despising the vessels, he killed the priest of the Lord. Prophets of the Lord. Despising the man of God. Despising the vessel God is using. Then you still want the same God to speak to you. And bless you. And preserve you. And protect you. And give you direction. Where does it happen? It's still happening today. It's still happening today. That I stand by the words of their mouth. Learn to padlock your mouth. Children of God. Many of you talk too much. Use your mouth to padlock your blessings. At the end of the day, you begin to shout. God has not done it, has not done it, has not done it. How will he do it? God is not of confusion. Not God of double standard. So, you killed and killed, priest of the Lord. Kill prophet. Killed. Rubbish the man that anointed you. Today, you are going back to look for the same man. What do you expect from that God? What do you expect from that God? You rubbish the man of God. That same God, you rubbish his vessels. You rubbish the people he's using. You rubbish the people who are working with him. How do you expect that same God to bless you? Let's see what happened. 12. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried with a loud voice. And the woman spoke to Saul, saying, Why has that deceived me? For that art saw that when he knew that this is the king that came to me under camouflage. And the king said unto her, Be not afraid, for what sorrowest thou? And the woman said unto Saul, I saw gods ascending out of the earth. Hi, Jesus Christ. I saw what? Who are you as a child of God? You are a God. You are what? You are a junior God. Like father, like what? Our father is the almighty God. We are the junior what? God. Our Lord is Christ. We are Christians. Christ, the Messiah. Christ, the anointed one. We are Christians, the little anointed ones. Is it not written in your Lord that you are what? God's. I saw God coming out to the earth. Saw God? I saw God ascending out of the earth. <laughs> and he said unto her, what form is he of? <laughs> and she said, An old man cometh all. 
and is covered with a mantle. Even in death, the anointing cannot depart from the righteous. Covered with a mantle, and Saul perceived that it was Simon. And he stooped with his face to the ground and bowed himself. I want you to know in life and in death, your enemies must keep on bowing before you. Hey! Immediately he recognized it was Samuel, he began to bow. The man you didn't recognize when he was alive, in death, he began to bow before the man. That power from your father's heart must bow before you. That ancestral power must bow before you. That family strong man must bow before you. That family strong woman must bow before you. That household enemy must bow before you. In the name of Jesus. Whether they like it or not. Whether they like it or not. They must bow. In life and death. They must bow. You are a threat to your enemies. Even when you depart from here. Your seed will continue to be a threat to your enemies. The standard you set. Will continue to be a threat to your enemies. He bowed. And Samuel said to Saul, Why has that, verse 15, Why has that disquieted me to bring me up? Why are you troubling me? <laughs> Why are you troubling me? I told you, you will look for me, but in dead or alive. You will look for me, I told you. In dead and alive, you must look for me. That and Saul will be the get out. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Anand the king. But you forgot. God used him to anoint you yes. to be king. He forgot you were nobody until you came to him and God used him to activate that gift upon you. You forgot you were nobody until you came to him. God, you used that anointing to make you to be worthy. And now you can't bring out that money to serve God. You forgot you were nobody until God used him to give you a husband, a wife. Now you are using that marriage to despise that man of God. You forgot you were nobody. Until God used him to heal you and give you a long life. Now you are standing and making shakara and insulting that man of God. And you forget that the anointing, your dishonor will judge you one day. And the anointing your honor will forever promote you. That is the lesson. Anointing does not die. It doesn't die. Go and ask prophet Elisha. Even when he died, his bone raised up somebody that had died. Prophet Elisha. When they were burying somebody, put the person and the person touched the bone, not the body of Elisha. The bone, the composed body, flesh has gone bone. The man came back to life. The words that I speak unto their spirits and their life. It doesn't die. From generation to generation, it doesn't die. That's why from Genesis to Revelation, every word God has spoken and he has used prophet to speak has never died. If you apply that same word will work for you. Is I told you. I told you. Why are you disturbing me? And Saul answered, I'm so distressed for the Philippians make war against me. And God is departed from me and answered me no more. Neither by prophet, nor by dreams. Therefore I have called thee that thou mayest make known unto me what I shall do. He didn't talk about how he insulted the prophets. He didn't talk about how he killed. 
It didn't talk about how he despised Professor Man. He was not saying I called God. God is not answering. He didn't talk to me through dreams. Prophecies nowhere. Contact nowhere. And now I have troubles. Everything. I am surrounded by enemies. And that's why I'm calling you to tell me what to do. When the man was alive, did you ask him for direction? Is it happening today? People got blessed. They took it for granted. It's my money. And God will say, this is not the way. All over the world. I'm not talking about this. I'm telling you what is happening in the kingdom of God. All over the world. No, no, man of God. You don't, don't need to tell me anything. I know what I can do. I'm not a man of those who men of God brainwash. Who told their men of God called to brainwash people? People are preaching a lot of things these days. Don't allow a man of God to tell you anything. It's the only thing your mind tell you, do it. It's a lie. They want you to end like Saul. They don't want you to have spiritual knowledge. They want you to perish. People wake up and preach any kind of doctrine. I'm independent. I just go to church. I praise my God. I pray. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. I go home and do what I want to do. The Spirit of God is in me. Chapter zero. If God does not direct you, the devil will direct you. They are preaching those things so that you can hook on to those fallacies you want to hear and live the life you want to live and end like Saul. Can you imagine coming to ask for somebody for direction as if he didn't do anything? Not even, I'm sorry for what I did, though. I didn't listen to you before you died, though. I didn't even come for your burial, though. I despise you. I killed a lot of prophets. Forgive me. It was not talking about survivor. Why do people think that God is foolish? Why do people think that they can outsmart God? Why do people think they can outsmart God? You can't outsmart God. You can't chance God. Almighty God, supreme commander of heaven and eight. Sixteen. Then says Samuel, Wherefore then does that ask of me, seeing the Lord is departed from thee and is become thy enemy? I pray that the Spirit of God will never depart from you. Because when the Spirit of God departs from you, you become an enemy of God. Friendship with the world is enmity with who? He said, Why are you calling me? What do you want from me? Seeing that the Spirit of God has departed from you and you are now God's enemy. What do you think I can offer you? If the Almighty God has departed, what do you think that I can offer you because you're not an enemy of God? The only thing I can offer you is what happens to the enemies of God. Let us see what he offered him. 17, and the Lord had done to him as he spoke by me. The Lord has done to you as he spoke through me before I died. The Lord had done to you so as you spoke through me and you thought that word was rubbish. Then God will use man of God to speak. I better leave that thing the man is talking. I say they talk. Don't take his word serious. Don't take it serious. But the spiritual can never drop that word. It must come into full course and full play at the appointed time. 17. For the Lord had rent the kingdom out of thy hand and giving it to thy neighbor, even to David. It was no longer hidden now. Let's give it to David. 18. Because thou obeyest not the voice of the Lord, nor executed his fierce wrath upon the Amalek. Therefore the Lord done this thing unto thee this day. Moreover, the Lord will also deliver Israel with thee into the hand of Philistines, and tomorrow thou and thy sons, Jesus Christ. Oh, tell me, when God judges a man, he judges everything that belongs to that man. He cleans the family. 
He claims even the rat that is from that family. If you go and take anything from that compound, the person will equally be judged. He said, Tomorrow shall thou and thy sons be with me. The Lord also shall deliver the host of Israel into the hand of the Philistines. Then Saul fell straightway all along the earth and was so afraid because of the words of Samuel, and there was no strength in him, for he had eaten no bread all day nor all the night. The day of judgment. That day, there won't even be strength to do anything. That day, Saul found out that he was not God after all. He was man human being. He found out that he had killed for nothing. Whatever thing he killed, there was appointed time and day for him to exit this earth. So the anointing you honor will promote you. And the anointing you dishonor will demote the same person. Don't ever despise genuine men of God. There are serious consequences. Don't run your mouth against any man of God. Stay connected to your level of spiritual rebirth. And you end well in Jesus' name. Amen. There's another thing I want to show us. Come with me to First Samuel chapter 9, verse 18. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let thee go and will tell thee all that is in thy heart. Prophet Samuel said, today you eat with me. Is that not true? <laughs> Come with me to First Samuel chapter 28. We are reading from verse 21. And the woman came unto Saul and saw that he was so troubled and said unto him, Behold, thy handmaid hath obeyed thy voice and I have put my life in my hand. And hearken unto thy words which thou speakest unto me. Now therefore I pray thee, hearken thou also unto the voice of thy handmen, and let me set a morsel of bread before thee, and eat, that thou mayest have strength when thou goest thy way. But he refused and said, I will not eat. But his servants together with the woman compared him, and he hearkened unto their voice. So he arose from the earth and sat upon the bed. And the woman had a fat calf in the house. And she hasted and killed it and took flour and kneaded it and did bake unleavened bread thereof. And she brought it before Saul and before his servant and they did eat. Then rose up and went away that night. The Lord is good. At the point of spiritual promotion and heavenly recognition, Saul ate with the representative of God. He ate with the prophet of the Most High God. He ate with the representative of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 9 verse 18. But at the level of spiritual demotion and damnation, same King Saul ate with the witch of Endor, the representative of the devil. When Saul put out the garment of the new man, the spirit of the old man took over because there is no vacuum in the spiritual realm. I prophesy this morning that every power assigned to take you back to the old man will be humbled by the power of God. Many people have ate with the spirit of God, with the man of God at the level of going to the top. At the level of demotion, they began to eat with agents of destruction and devils. They began to eat with gossipers. When you gossip, you are eating with the devil because the enemy has entered. That new man is no longer you. 
They began to eat with complainers, always murmuring, backbiters, betrayers. Don't be a betrayer. Don't be a backbiter. Don't be a backstabber. Stop gossiping. You have moved off from that level of promotion and recognition. Stop plotting evil devices against your fellow brother and sister. You're eating with the devil. Stop joining those with a God and gossip. You're eating of what God has put in your hands. I pray that the mercy of the Lord will prevail over our shortcomings in Jesus' name. Amen. Finally, spiritual rebirth empowers your spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, and mind of spiritual understanding to be opened. Second King chapter 6, verse 13. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And he was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dotan. The king said they should go and spy and arrest Elisha. Then said he thither, horses and chariots and a great host, and they came by night and compassed the city about. Same, but they surrounded Elisha. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and host compassed the city both with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he said, Fear not for day. That be with us are more than they. That be with them. The servant of Elisha woke up in the morning and saw the whole place was surrounded. Hey, okay, we are surrounded. So they want to kill us. And prophet Elisha said, don't be afraid. Shall they have horses? Soldiers everywhere. We have our own too. Powerful angel. Every man of God has it. You have your own. Are there no ministry spirit sent for to minister to them who shall be what? We are men of God. We are soldiers of God. So we, the men of God, have more vicious angels. Hello? So when you see people in the physical with their convoys, we have our own spiritual convoy too. And the man of God said, Lord, open his eyes so that he will know that the soldiers we have that are spiritual is more than what the people have that are in the physical. 17. Elijah prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of what? Full of horses, more than what was seen in the natural. And chariots of fire ran about who? Ran about Elijah. Everywhere, mountains. Ran about Elijah. How can this people penetrate? They can't penetrate. You must know who you are. And when they came down to him, Elijah prayed unto the Lord and said, Smile these people, I pray thee with what? Blindness. And he smoothed them with blindness according to the word of Elijah. Elijah said unto them, this is not the way. Elijah then took them to the wrong place. Elijah believed and knew who he was in the Lord. So he was able to activate his supernatural security. Most of us are possessed by fear that instead of speaking positive words that will protect us in times of danger, we allow fear to control us. And fear is of the devil. He cannot give you anything. You must know how to decree when the unfavorable situations are around you. Declare, Lord, this and that is something they will never see me. And they will see you. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it will never come near me. And it will never come near you. Even if you come here, it will pass over you. It will never locate you. Learn to activate the spirit of God to work for you in situations that are beyond your control. Allow the Lord to work for you. Allow his spirit to move. By reason of this rebirth service, 
I command your eyes and ears and mind of spiritual understanding to be opened. Amen. I command your eyes to be opened spiritually, Amen. physically, Amen. financially, Amen. economically, Amen. materially, Amen. maritally, health wise, ministry wise, career wise. In the name of Jesus. As prophet Elijah commanded the eyes of his servant to be open, so do I command your eyes to be open spiritually in Jesus' name. Amen. Open to know all things in the name of Jesus. Amen. By reason of this spiritual rebirth, every physical eye complication, eye blindness, must be flushed out by the power in the blood of Jesus. Amen. Every eye cataract must bow. Glaucoma must bow. Our complication must bow. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power in the blood of Jesus, I command every eye complication to be flushed out now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be flushed out now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be flushed out now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every sick eye must receive healings. Amen. They must receive healing. Amen. They must receive healings. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Every eye that is being troubled by the enemy, I command perfection to locate you in Jesus' name. Amen. I ask the blood of God to perfect your eyes, Amen. perfect your sights. Amen. There must be restoration. Amen. I command restoration of your spiritual sights. Amen. I command restoration of your physical sights. All around restoration of your sights. In the name of Jesus. He called those things that be not as if they are. And they come to pass. This morning I call for divine healing to locate you. Amen. I speak to your spirit, your soul and body. Amen. I speak to your heart and minds. Amen. I speak to organs of our bodies. Amen. To receive healing. Amen. To receive healing. Amen. To receive healing. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I speak to your marrows. Amen. I speak to your organs. Amen. I speak to everything pertaining to you. Every trouble organ of your life must receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command all our healings to locate you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In agreement, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. By your heads and begin to talk to the Lord. As many as have had this word, message about spiritual rebirth, and you have stepped out from the new man to the old man. Begin to get reconnected back right now through confession of sin. In different ways we sin, we err in different ways through words, actions, and thoughts and deeds. It's time for us to come to the table of repentance, general repentance, and ask for His mercy. And for those of us under the sound of my voice who have not given their life to Christ, wherever you are, I want you to begin to welcome the Lord back into your life. That you repent for not recognizing Him as your Lord and Savior, but by reason of this message. You have come to terms as Lord over your life and Savior. That you have come to surrender before his throne of grace for mercy. Let him wipe away your sins, iniquities, and righteousness. Ask him to purge you through his precious blood. Now you recognize the fact that his blood was not shed in vain for your sake. Ask for his blood to connect you back to that divine inheritance of eternity in heaven and to perfect his purpose for you on this earth. Father, as many souls that have recognized you this morning, we ask for your mercy. We surrender.
We ask for the pine blood to grant us your mercy. Thank you, Lord. We bless the holy name. We glorify you. Be the exalted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemo Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070-3668-7445. May God richly bless you.